Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. We just had Luke Prokop on. Uh, prospect for the Nashville Predators, uh, Edmonton area product, uh, who today became uh, the first signed player in the National Hockey League to openly come out as uh, gay. A lot of responses. Interview on the show. Ed from St. Catharines, Ontario says, awesome interview. It's really a historic day for athletes of various sexual orientations. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of this as listeners. As someone who is straight, I take my life for granted. It's not been easy for those in the LGBT community uh, to be sure. That one comes to us from Ed. All right. Uh, We love hooking up with our next guest. Uh, He willed himself to an NHL career. Uh, A little bit of a a late growth spurt turned him into a, what we would refer to as a, an enforcer uh, back in the day as well. And he's worked for a number of years in the Washington Capitals broadcast. We welcome back to the show Edmonton area product at a Canadian athletic club, Al May. Hi, Al. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, Bob. Yeah, look, we just had Luke Prokop on. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the biggest story in hockey right now. Uh, sort of the, uh, you know, and we'll get to some of the stuff around the expansion draft with Seattle and what we might expect to see in free agency and those sort of things. And I know that, uh, you you know, you and me grew up in a, a little bit different time. You were a way better player than I was. Uh, though maybe not necessarily better at 14 and 15, but way better by the time 17 and 18 rolled around. And there was different types of intimidation and different comments that would be get said. Could you have envisioned anybody? I mean, it's here we are. We're in 2021, and this is the first time that a player has publicly come out and done this. Could you even imagine what that would have been like for? I, I'm sure somewhere along the line, you, you would have played with a guy that was probably gay at some point, Al. And just how different of a time we live in today that it's uh, been, you know, completely and, and rightfully accepted by everybody in hockey circles today. Well, I couldn't imagine how hard it would have been back in, you know, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, even the early 2000s with, you know, all, all of the things that were allowed to be said in the game and the, the personal attacks. But I, I will tell you this, if, you know, I, I never played with or knew of any players that were openly gay on any of the teams that I, I was on or, you know, even, you know quite, whatever, it, it, just weren't gay. I never knew any players that I had played with. But I've always believed that when this day came, when a day like today came in the National Hockey League, that if something was ever said to a player 
uh, like Luke uh, and and his teammates, it would be the biggest beatdown, and it would just be he's going to be well protected and, and by those who play with him, and not just in, in on the ice in a physical sense, but I think just you know the way everyone is growing up and. You know what? What we're all exposed to in our lives now, and every—I'm pretty sure that you know most of us know and have gay people in our lives that we're friends with or family, whatever it is. But I just think he—he's in a really good community. I, I think right now the way the game is growing, I think the NHL has really pushed the envelope uh, in the last five years to make sure that they're accepting of everyone and make sure players know, like, you know, it's time to grow up. It's time, it's time to be way more mature about life and what you say and how you can hurt people. And, uh, you know, we're, we're still going to have battles out in the ice, but I think the battles that we, that, that you need to have to stop and, and never have again is, is anything with the words that come out of your mouth. And, uh, you know, it's just, we, we've just seen too much. We've seen what social media, how ignorant and awful it can be. Uh, what mainstream media has even become, so I just think that uh, good for him. I'm happy of him, uh, happy for him uh, that he was confident enough and didn't have to, you know, didn't want to be living a, a secret or, or having to hide, you know, how he's going to live his day-to-day life. And I think he, he's uh, in good hands with David Poyle and the Nashville Predators because they've got a great family uh, approach to the, the, the Predators and, and the Milwaukee Admirals, their American Hockey League affiliate. I, I think, you know, he, he's going to be well-protected, surrounded, and have so much support. Now, it's a big, big day in hockey, and you, you can't. I haven't seen anyone speak out against it. I'm sure there's some nameless, faceless cowards out there, but uh, it's it, it's a it's a really big day in the in the National Hockey League. And, and you know what you're talking about with David Poyle, because for the listeners that are unaware of this, where was David Poyle before he was with the National Predators? Well, he was at the Washington Capitals, and he was my general manager, and he's still one of the people I consider. Uh, to be one of the finest people that I've ever met in the National Hockey League. What an incredible family man. What he creates for the, the atmosphere of the, the Nashville Predators. If every team treated their players the way they do, uh, players wouldn't want to leave anywhere they're at. And I, I think that's if you want to learn how to run your organization, you get some out of the Predators uh, that's been there with David Poyle for years, the day-to-day and, and how you treat people, how you, you know, it's their families as well. It's their, it's the family and friends. Uh, when they come into town, the way I get treated when I'm in town, uh, he, he's just an incredible uh, father, grandfather, husband. Just I, I can't say enough about him. He is maybe the best person I met in the National Hockey League in all my years. You know, Al, uh, I wasn't anywhere near as good a player as you. But it's funny when you talk about people that chirp and beat because my experience was the guys that never said anything, those were the guys that I always were. I was like, oh, that's what you do. When that guy's just looking through your soul and he just looks at you and you're like, oh, no. Like, you know, not to have a little bit of uh, levity with the situation. So I, I can't imagine in today's world that there would be – in the heat of the moment that that would occur it's just a it's a completely different now that said again going to the junior games this year at the downtown community arena like there were a couple times i was a little bit surprised did i just hear that like eh, maybe you know hey it's still stuff still, you know it still happens once a while I, I, I don't know if they you know if they get a pass but 
I still think, you know, you're a teenager at that level, and you still got a lot of growing up to do. Right. And people look back at the things, you know, that no one should be, right. you know, castigated forever for, you know, what they've said as a child or you know, a teenager. Uh, that, that's how you grow. And unfortunately, people make mistakes. It's usually the number one way you grow. You grow a business by making mistakes. You grow your life by making mistakes. And hopefully you can learn the mistakes of others rather than the mistakes of yourself over and over. But, uh, you know, that, that's one big thing that the younger leagues are really going to have to step down on and it is to make sure that they have compliance. You know, there's, there's a lot of areas, and I'm not sure how much they do in junior hockey right now, how much they do in, in youth hockey is the teaching you know what's right and what's wrong and what's going to get you in a lot of trouble in the real world and the sooner you can put a lid on that the sooner you're going to have a better life a more prosperous life all right that's cut to the chase uh we'll switch focus uh we're joined right now by al may longtime washington capitals broadcaster former nhl player played over 400 games in the league hard as nails uh tough as nails back in the day alexander ovechkin not protected by the washington capitals which means Absolutely nothing, Al. Right? Because he's either he's resided in Washington, right? I've been told it's you know ninety nine point nine 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 percent, unless Ovi's got another idea. But I don't think he does. He's thoroughly ingrained in the community. He loves the fact that he's only worn that jersey in the National Hockey League. Uh, he's won a cup with those people. He the, the the way that the ownership, all of the owners treat him, not just Big Ted. Uh, but everyone, and uh, you know, he's gotten so much more after getting that Stanley Cup win, and people see how much he cared. You know, the raw emotion that he displays for this team, how hard he plays every night, and uh, it, it, that's. I think we're just looking like a lot of teams. He's not the only guy out there playing possum on the contract. There's a lot of guarantee or contracts already agreed upon. They're just not a signature on them yet. But uh, I, if I was Seattle. I'd be trying to sign him, and I would even go max contract with that guy for eight years, seven years, whatever they're allowed to do, because he's so wonderful to be around. And could you imagine starting your franchise with that guy being your captain opening night? So, you know, once again, the expansion team is going to be pretty pretty badass and wicked coming out of this thing. But they're always so? going to be watching the capital. I honestly do. No matter what everyone says about the last time, when I'm going through these lists right now, there's so many good players to assemble your team. Uh, you're going to have top-notch defense right off the bat. And, you know, you have to have that. And there's going to be great goaltending. And there's so many good-looking forwards out there, players that can really play this game in, in two ways. So uh, they put a lot of work in there. And I, I do I expect them to be in the finals? No, but I expect them to be a pretty good team. Hmm. Well, I mean, you obviously had history with George McPhee, who was the general manager initially and now obviously works in concert with Kelly McCrimmon, and that is one driven management team in Vegas. Ron Francis is the GM in Seattle. I'm going to get you to put your GM's hat on. Carey Price. What do you do if you're the Kraken with Carey Price? A lot of money. He's an older goaltender. He's got a little bit of a tweak right now in terms of an injury. Do you sign him? Or do you uh, well, claim I, him? I, I, Sorry, claim him? I, 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 lo- I love him as a player, and he really showed through in the playoffs this year. And, you know, his team just couldn't score those game-winning goals. They just don't have enough gun, and, and, you know, bullets in the gun in, in Montreal as far as guys that can put the puck in the net. And I look at him, and if there's any injuries, but I'm also a big believer, and I'd be a hypocrite if I said, I don't think he can give up max contracts to goalies. And I think right now that would eat up too much space. If he's healthy, if he is healthy, if he is close to healthy, you know, they're, they're taking a look at his medical records and what's going on with his body right now. 
But if he is healthy and it looks like this is just a minor thing, it doesn't require like a massive surgery or, you know, something that costs you six months, I would take a swing at him. And, uh, you know, he's regarded as the best goalie. He's been regarded as the best goaltender in hockey for quite a while. And you'd be, if he's healthy, you'd be kicking yourself for quite a while for not taking a swing at him because he's a good one. He's a really good one. And there's a couple other guys out there, too, that I, I would go after. I, I'm still a huge Braden Holpe fan. Uh, what I've seen him do in Washington over the years and, and last year Vancouver, they, they don't know how to play defensive hockey at all. And I really felt for the goaltenders there last year. But Braden Holpe is another guy that uh, you've got to take a serious look at. Uh, there's a, a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of good-looking players out there right now. Uh, even a guy like Halak, you, you look, you know, uh, you know. Unfortunately, Vegas it doesn't have to expose a goalie, but one of their guys would be worth a swing as well. Uh, I, I just think there's a, a lot of great players. But back to Carey, if he, if he's, if the doctors can go in there and evaluate in this short time, and you know, there's not a long time that they have to get the answers to this. Uh, you'd be foolish not to take a big, a big goaltender like that that did what he did this year and find someone to ride shotgun with them and give them somewhat of a break and try to go, you know, 50-30 next year, you know, whatever, 45-35 in, in the game's played area. And uh, he's, he's a hell of a goalie. He's a franchise goaltender. And uh, he's the number one of all the guys out there. He's the number one franchise goalie available. Al, just about 15 minutes ago, uh, Elliot Friedman put out on Twitter, as uh, we await what Seattle decides of Carey Price, where does the Kraken are closing in on Florida's Chris Dreger? Three years, $3.5 million. Of course, he's an unrestricted free agent. And this is where people are tired of, uh, especially on this day, people are tired of me mentioning this. Jerry Johansson has Carey Price. He has uh, Chris Dreger. Uh, Luke Prokop is with the Sports Corporation as well. Jerry also had Duncan Keith. And I want to ask you a bit about Duncan Keith because the listeners to the show that are heavily analytics-driven, some of them have taken real issue that Ken Holland didn't get the uh, Chicago Blackhawks to uh, retain any salary in that trade. Um, I'm of the belief that the Oilers' sort of core, which is McDavid, Drysaddle, Nurse, saw how limited Edmonton's roster was, and they would be all for the addition of a veteran player like Duncan Keith. What would be your assessment? Well, of course, you know, if you're out there, it's not our money, it's not the fans' money. It's, you know, it's Joe Cates' money. And if you can find a way to get a Duncan Keith on your team, we saw it last year with Zdeno Chara, and Duncan Keith is a far better player than Zdeno Chara still, in my mind. He can still scoot around the ice. He is an absolute freak about taking care of his body. Uh, a lot of people feel like he was the most important Blackhawk for years out there, the amount of minutes he was playing in games. You know, he was 35 minutes a game. I, I believe he may have set a record for most minutes in a season as well. And he can still move the puck. They were a young team in rebuild. Uh, and, you know, he changed his role somewhat. But I think he's still better. I'm going to look at and You put him on the power play, the first unit, take some of Nurse's minutes away so he doesn't get exhausted because I thought he fatigued and faltered late in games. Uh, you got another guy to move the puck out of the zone. He can scoot it out. He can pass it out. Uh, there's only one way to gain experience, and that is earn it. And he's got so many games of experience. And as I said, he takes very good care of himself. So he is worth taking a swing at, and I think he will definitely help that team because, as I've told you on your show many times, that was the area I always felt concerned with the Oilers, where there's not enough 
big-time NHL defensemen on that team, and they're slowly getting there. They're, you know, with the, the debacle, the mess that they had in the salary cap when Ken Holland took over, uh, they've had to do a lot of cleaning. But this is the type of player you're happy to get, culture. You bring in a player like him. Who do the Oilers have as a Stanley Cup champ that was in that room that would carry clout, that would speak the way that this guy can speak? And, and the people that are just analytics-driven, that have never been inside an NHL dressing room as a player or a coach or management, you do have to have a culture. And a lot of people, I, I hear it all the time in Washington from the blogger types, uh, they always make fun of the culture. Well, look at the culture that Barry Trotz brought to. He got rid of a lot of players. He brought in and created an incredible culture, made Ovi an even better player and leader. Then he goes to Long Island where they were just a debacle for years. And look at the culture and the attitude. And everyone says it's Lou Lamarillo, but Lou Lamarillo is not talking to the players every day. It's Barry. And then Barry leans on his guys and his group of leaders to go in there and set the tone. They can now look around the room. Connor McDavid uh, hasn't really had leaders that have won around him. Ovi didn't have that when he got to Washington. It took years to learn. And unfortunately, they couldn't keep uh, Fedorov for as long as they wanted because that would have accelerated the learning curve. So I think Duncan Keith is definitely worth the gamble here. And uh, once again, I don't know why people get so bent up about the money because it's not theirs. As long as Ken Holland can get this guy on the team and put a good roster out there, you've got a pretty good defenseman still, in my opinion. Al, love having you on the show. Much appreciated with your thoughts. We'll touch base down the road. Take care. Take care, Bob. Bye. Bye. That's Al May joining us. I believe. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Leave today from the state of hockey in Minnesota. It's 149 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation, Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean Chicken, Brendan Escott's recommendation is the Texan. I got to read this uh, email, which was sent to my global news account. Bob, love listening to Oilers Now every day from Melbourne, Australia. This one comes to us from Andy. At this moment, it starts at 4 a.m. here, so I tune in to the podcast. Thank you for bringing up Brian Spencer, Spinner Spencer, the other day. I did not grow up in hockey, but have followed it religiously for the last 20 years since visiting my wife's family all over northern Alberta, and I was lucky to catch an Oilers game. I was interested in Spinner's story and just finished watching the movie. Fascinating, yet very sad. Keep up the great work. Your knowledge is amazing and love picking up the bits of uh, info and your own experiences and memories that you occasionally convey to the listeners. We are in lockdown here after some Delta cases have broken out in our community. Unfortunately, we have very low vaccination rate here due to low supply. Um 
and they go for an elimination strategy before opening up again. Anyway, all the best, Bob. Uh, I've loved 630 Chid for many years. Looking forward to this offseason to see what other moves are made. It sounds like it's going to be an interesting time. Hopefully, Duncan Keith has a great two years in Edmonton. That one comes to us from Andy in Melbourne, Australia. Thank you very much, Andy. And Brendan Escott does a great job uh, getting those podcasts up right away. And uh, we get a, a, get a lot of response on the podcast. Uh, into this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. This September, travel a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler, B.C. Play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. And here is Brendan Escott. In 1962, former Oilers defenseman Craig Muni is born in Toronto. He did patrol the Oilers blue line from 1986 through 93, posting career highs in points and penalty minutes in his first year without the team, or, or first year with the team, sorry, winning the Cup 1987. Uh, they repeated in before Muni was flipped to Chicago for Mike Hudson. Yeah, great guy, Craig Muni. Terrific guy to deal with. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Experience a great golf holiday to Whistler, B.C. in a private jet for sport for spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. Uh, tomorrow, Mark Spector will join us for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing back at Century Mile Fridays and Sunday evenings with full fan access. You can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15 p.m. Now, we've got more coming up sports-wise with Reed Wilkins tonight inside sports at 6 to 8 p.m. What's Reed got shaken? Yeah, you're going to have uh, more reaction to the Oilers' protection list, who's available to the Kraken from around the league. Uh, Elks play-by-play voice Morley Scott and uh, Paralympic women's wheelchair basketball player Erin Young from Legal Alberta. Yeah, Legal Alberta. Excuse me. I made that mistake once. <laughs> she was uh, named to the team today. Great stuff. Up next, uh, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge today from 2 to 3. Jalen and I has 630 chat afternoons every day from 3 to 6. A special thanks again to our guests. And uh, Luke Prokop, what a story. Uh, some terrific uh, pieces being written. I recommend you take a look at Pierre Lebrun's uh, piece on The Athletic, uh, Emily Kaplan on ESPN, to name a couple. A courageous uh, story involving uh, Luke today. And uh, we appreciate the time with Luke as well as John Shannon and Al May. Have a magnificent Monday. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.